for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. While you're there, please check out the articles and podcasts updated daily. You can also find the full archive of After Dark with Rob and Andrew shows up at AmericaOutloud.com. So if you want to go back and check out any previous shows that we mentioned, that's the spot to do it. Uh, So much content over at AmericaOutloud.com. If you have not done so already, please check it out and share on social media. We always appreciate that. We face the same social media censorship that many of you do. So when you share on social media, it helps everybody out a great deal, and we do appreciate it. Got a lot to talk about tonight. We're going to start off talking about Tony Blinken and this intelligence letter where uh, over 50 intel officers came out and said that the uh, Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. Of course, we've later found out that these people were all told to write this letter that this was Russian disinformation, whether they knew anything about it or not. Uh, they just went along with it, which is just another a sneaky trick the Democrats used before the 2020 election. You know, it's not hard to figure out why President Trump seems so bitter about the 2020 election. I mean, he had the media coming at him at all sides. You had Joe Biden not leaving his basement. President Trump worked his butt off. I think he did something like 10 rallies the last three days of campaigning. And uh, he just came up short, according to the votes uh, and what everybody said. I mean, of course, uh, we dispute that, uh, some of the things. But President Trump is going to have to move on from that. Uh, We've got a new election coming up in 2024. Uh, Republicans need to stay proactive in uh, making sure that these election laws don't cost them once again. Perhaps they need to double down and do some of the dirty tricks Uh, Democrats did in 2020, like voter harvesting and whatnot. But uh, these intelligence officials should all be ashamed. They should all be stripped of their classified information tags that they have. I mean, if they're willing to come out as partisan hacks like this, they have no business getting classified information. Uh, That's just the way I look at it. Rob, what are your thoughts on Tony Blinken and uh, these intelligence officers who just made up that this was Russian disinformation? Well, I want to thank everyone for tuning in tonight, our uh, our show after dark with Robert and Andrew. And as we always say, we're going to give it to you straight, no matter what. Unlike the other shows that you see, some of them being conservative that like to dance around the truth, they're afraid of the truth. But when you look at it, Andrew, can you actually blame them being afraid to speak truth to power, to tell the American people what the truth actually is? knowing that there's a lot riding on what you're saying, that you could possibly be – it was canceled, and now they've changed it. I don't know if you realize it or not, Andrew, but they've, they're they now calling it being deplatformed. <laughs> They'll take away your platform if you say something that they don't like, which is akin to what we've seen in these dictator countries like Iran, definitely China and Russia – you don't speak their language, they'll take away your platform. They don't want to hear you. And even in America, when we go to these other countries like China, and if Google and Apple, if they don't comply with what they want, 
don't, we're going to take this away from you. We're not going to give you access to our millions of people that you want to sell your products to. So, of course, Google and Apple, they acquiesce. They agree to whatever they want. And, you know, the rest is history. The same way with the movie industry. They will produce a movie. And if it's, the character is Chinese, they will dress the person up to make the person look good. They'll remove any symbols of American flags. And this is the Chinese government saying, if you want this market, this is what you have to do. So I'm not at all surprised when it comes to speaking the truth that you have a lot of conservative news outlets that are afraid to speak the truth, and they'll only go so far. And we did a show about this last week. But what's interesting is when you have a situation like this, like a Tony Blinken, who's is the Secretary of State, and when credible information, not hearsay, but credible information from documents that have been written, from emails that come out and say that this man actively was involved in an election coup. He was involved in trying to change an outcome of election using his power and influence that he's had, he's managed to accumulate during his lifetime and the public circle with the government, you would think that our media would hold him accountable and say, this doesn't look good. This man is representing us on the world stage and he got this wrong. And I don't even know if I can say he got it wrong, Andrew, but he deliberately deceived the American public by reaching out to 51 Intel officials and getting them to sign a document that was flawed, that was a lie from the very inception. This is Tony Blinken, the man who, when Barack Obama was the president, and they were trying to confirm different positions, the late John McCain, and I've mentioned this before, came out and said, Tony Blinken should not be led near the Department of State as the undersecretary. He said this, and he was going to be the undersecretary, I think, for Hillary Clinton. And I can't remember who else took that position. Uh, was it uh, Susan Rice? I think she took the position once Hillary stepped down. Was it Susan Rice? I can't remember. But in any event, the John McCain came out and said that Tony Blinken should not be let near the state department. So fast forward some years later, after Obama's term was up, Tony Blinken went to work for Joe Biden and his many charities and his many Joe Biden. You know, they create all these little LLCs to make money. They're making money off of their office. They leave public office and they say, okay, here's a windfall for me. I can make money now. You know, the power was good, but now I can really make money. I can influence. I can go out and sell myself, which is what Hunter Biden did with his dad when his dad was the vice president. And then once his dad uh, left the office, and now that his dad is a president, he's well, the resident, he's still doing the same thing. So Tony Blinken went to work for Biden. I think it was uh, the Bi Biden administration, the Biden uh, Center for Government Studies at UPenn. And I think there was another at some college in Rhode Island and Delaware. So all this influence peddling was going on. 
So when Biden decided to throw his hat into the race to run, he came back and all these things were coming up about Hunter Biden laptop. And the FBI knew that the Hunter Biden laptop was real because they had it. It was given to Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani tried to give it to the FBI, and then they wanted to hide it because they had all decided that we need to work against Donald Trump. We need to get him out of office. So anything that's negative about Joe Biden, we need to suppress it. We need to hide it. Now, talk about collusion. We know Russia collusion was a complete lie, and I hope Trump sues the bejeebies out of all these organizations for lying on him about it. But of course, we know that the justice system, which is now become an activist system, which is now not exercising jurisprudence the way they should, won't do anything about it because our justice system is corrupt. Yes, I said it. Our justice system is corrupt, and you should have no faith whatsoever in the justice system, especially when you have all the claims, all the truth on your side, and they go in and they look at it completely different. How can you trust the justice system? And this is what the Democrats have always wanted. Well, we're there now. We're there. Maybe the last place that we could say has some degree of uh, fortitude or truthfulness is the Supreme Court, and that's hanging on by a thin thread because of the attacks against Clarence Thomas and Neil Gorsuch and Samuel Alito, and then so many other conservatives on that court. But we're going to talk about that also. Let me go back to my story about Blinken. So Blinken decided that working with all these uh, outside forces, seeing that the Hunter Biden laptop was legitimate, and he had to somehow prove that it wasn't. So what better way to do it than to reach out to these 50 intel officials, 50 intel officials whose knowledge collectively is astonishing. I mean, they know the ins and the outs of our government. They know how different players play on the world stage. And this was back not only just conservatives, but liberals also. They decided, based upon Tony Blinken, the man that John McCain said should not be let near the State Department, who was still working with Joe Biden in his capacity as a Joe Biden supporter, helping him run for the presidency, decided to come up with a letter and send it to these 50 intel officials to say that the entire Hunter Biden laptop looks like Russia disinformation. Looks like it. They didn't come out and just say it was, but they knew that if their name is behind, if their name is on it, and if they stand behind it, people would automatically believe them. When I say people, meaning the average voter, because the folks in the Beltway uh, in D.C., they knew it was a lie. The media knew it was a lie. They knew that there was no truthfulness to this. And if they didn't know, all they had to do was to have curiosity to investigate, to do research, as they've done with so many other stories, that they won't let die. But they decided not to do it. They decided, Tony Blinken put this out, the 50 intel officials signed it, we know that it's a lie, but the average person will not know it. They'll look at this and say, oh, wow, this is truthfulness. Leon Panetta signed it. Uh, uh, Clapper, James Clapper signed it. John Brennan signed it. Michael Hayden signed it. And the list goes on and on and on. These are top officials. Officials. They're not at the, the, the bottom of the barrel. They're at the top level signing this document that they know is not truthful. Though some would say, well, it was presented to them and they were just assuming or they assumed that Blinken did his research, so why wouldn't they sign it? You don't assume anything at that level. They didn't get to that level assuming. Well, I hope they didn't get there assuming. 
They need concrete evidence. They need facts. And then they're going to take those facts and they're going to beat the heck out of the facts to make certain that it is solid and that there is no in-between. But that did not happen. They decided, based upon what Blinken had said, to sign off on this letter so that when it was time for Biden to debate, Biden, who had been living in the basement running his election campaign at the request of the media, they decided to write this letter, sign it so that he would have that in his back pocket. So that when Chris Wallace, a hack of the Democrats, who was on Fox, and he should really go back to Fox because look at what's happening to Fox. Let's just go back. He would fit in perfectly. Just go back there. Yeah, come on. He's at CN, fake news CNN. We don't see him anymore. At least Fox might give him some airtime. Go back, dude. Just go back. Go back home where you belong. But he was running the debate. He was a moderator. And when then-President Trump questioned the Hunter Biden laptop, which we all knew to be true, although at the time Jack Dorsey and his minions at Twitter decided to suppress it, and we saw this happening they decided to suppress the watch the New York Post that was running the story because they said we can't validate this and you know we don't run anything that's not truthful. Yeah, but you ran Russia collusion nonstop. You ran all these other fake stories, not to mention on the side note, you got porn on there, and that's against your terms and condition. But who's counting? Who's talking about it? So they gave this to him to use. Chris Rollins knew what was up. So that as soon as Trump mentioned it. Like his Biden could come out and say, well, no, he's lying. He's lying. 51 Intel officials signed a letter saying that that's Russia disinformation. I would like to think that when Biden said that, he knew that it was a lie. But now we see that Biden is compromised as far as his cognitive abilities. That Maybe he didn't know. He was just reading a script. But he came out and said it. And Chris Wallace allowed him to say it. And he didn't want Trump to challenge him on it. You would think that Chris Wallace would have said, okay, you said that 50 Intel officials, but how do they know? Did they do the research? Do they, do they know something that we don't know? Because the FBI has the laptop. Why did they share information with them? And by the way, Christopher Ray was at the top at that point in time. The Christopher Ray, the compromised FBI officer who was recommended to Trump to be the FBI director by Chris Christie, the former governor of New Jersey, who thinks that he could run for the presidency, although he's having problems with this weight. But, you know, that's that's, you know, uh, Chris Christie who recommended him. So Trump said, OK, fine, let's do it. And Chris Christie is still there. Usually you would remove the FBI officer, but he's still there. And you know why he's still there? Never thought about this either. Because remember, when Trump took office, a lot of people told him to get rid of James Comer. But Trump, hey, got to admit, he made a mistake. He didn't get rid of him because he felt, oh, I can sway him over. You can't sway these people over. They don't like you. Okay, they don't just uh, accept that. They don't like you. You could be the you could be God. They don't even like God. So why do you think they're going to like you? But Trump didn't get rid of him when he was advised to. He let him stay on. And then what do you know? This guy just created complete havoc. Complete havoc. So continue the story. Biden didn't get rid of Chris, uh, Christopher Ray because he didn't want to make it seem as if, though, well, I didn't do like Trump. I didn't get rid of someone who's in another party. I let him stay there. Christopher Ray is not a Republican. Christopher Ray is not a conservative. He's a conservative when it comes to his money and saving his money. But on other issues, he's just as liberal as the rest of them. Don't be fooled. There's a big difference between having conservative values 
conservative ideas and living by those values and ideas fiscally and socially. But the only time you want to say you're conservative is when it comes to your pocket because you want to save money and you want to make certain that you have money and you don't want to upset the apple cart. But don't believe what you see. That's what they all want us to think. That these guys are all working for the government. No, they're not. They're working for themselves, Andrew. And people need to be aware of it and they need to wake up. So here we are with this letter that Tony Blinken put out there. And we have an FBI whistleblower who's saying, just give me cover and I'll come out and I'll say everything. The Democrats have never met an FBI whistleblower that they didn't like. But now for some reason, they don't want to move on this. Dick Durbin and all the rest of them, Chuck Schumer, they don't want to move on this. They want you to forget that there's an FBI agent waiting in the wings, a whistleblower, to spill the beans on this administration and what they know. Why aren't they wanting to give this person protection? I would say to the person, if you love the country, forget about the protection and go ahead and speak out. Just speak out. That's the only way we can get to the bottom of this is by these individuals saying, I love the country so much, I'm just going to speak out, forget about the protection that's supposed to be awarded to whistleblowers, supposed to be awarded to people in corporate America, but we know that it's only for a certain group of people. But I'm going to speak out because if I don't, the country will go down in flames. Andrew. Very well said. You're tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, One thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution Cofix RX. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Did you know that doctors and nurses have been swabbing their noses with povidone iodine to protect from airborne threats like colds, flus, and pandemic era strains for decades? Cofix RX took that idea and made a more complete nasal formula with lasting cleansing effects. Maybe you're traveling soon or going to an event. Are you concerned somebody nearby might be sick? Maybe the office or classroom stresses you out. Get yourself a bottle of Cofix RX nasal solution. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix RX nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at cofixrx.com. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like Freedom from Big Pharma. 
Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. We're back here on After Dark with Rob and Andrew, and I don't know if you caught any of it, Rob, but this past weekend was the Washington White House Correspondents Dinner. And these things are a complete sham. It's a bunch of uh, elites, a bunch of the uh, working class, well, not working class, a bunch of the uh, political class politicians who show up to these things, sniff each other's farts and act like it's a great uh, ordeal to be able to uh, brag about each other and talk about how great of a job everybody's doing while making a bunch of weak jokes. And it was no exception this year. Even uh, creepy Joe Biden got up and gave a little speech. Uh, These things are a complete joke. The only people that go are uh, establishment politicians like the Democrats and some rhino Republicans. And I'm really glad President Trump decided not to attend these because, like I said, they're just a complete joke. A bunch of elitists who look down on the American people go there and they act like they're doing a great job when if you're living in this country, you know they're not doing a great job. Rob, did you catch any of the uh, White House correspondence dinner? You know, I dipped in a little bit, just a certain segment, just to see what it was about. Was about. I didn't even know what was taking place. I was channel surfing. Usually on Saturdays, I would watch uh, a Fox walks with their lineup. But of course, Fox they've just thrown, they've just set a bomb to their lineup. So I find it. I'm. It's, I don't know, Andrew. It's, it's hard pressed for me now to even watch Fox because I feel as if though. There's a shift that's going on there. And there are some commentators and some talents that are there that I like. But after this latest Tucker Carlson debacle and hearing the backstory on it, now they can hire whomever they want. And I know that we're all replaceable. And you hear that all the time when you go to a job, you know, they'll replace you. You're here today. They say that you're good. And then tomorrow you can die. Then they'll have your replacement in the lineup. But I don't know. It feels different this time. When they got rid of Bill O'Reilly, I thought, are you serious? And it felt different. But I'm like, okay, I'll give it a try. So I continued to watch. And then Tucker Carlson just out of nowhere. And I got to be honest with everyone. I didn't like Tucker Carlson when he first came out. I thought he was very arrogant, obnoxious, and a little bow tie. I'm like, oh, don't like it. Don't like it at all. But he grew on me. And that's not to say that I agree with everything that he said. But he would say some things that I felt that other people weren't saying. And I thought, wow, this is really bold. And I have to admit also, he was not the biggest fan of Donald Trump. So when I hear people saying, oh, well, he likes Donald Trump, I'm like, no. To me, this was only a recent occurrence because the whole thing with Jan 6, and well, not Jan 6, but the election, because he just blew open Jan 6 because he's Jan 6 because he said these people weren't being treated fairly. And I agree, and they aren't being treated fairly. Look at all of the riots that have taken place in state offices like Wisconsin and Nashville. And look at how the media is portraying it as if though it's okay. It's all about being getting our voices heard. 
And then Joe Biden and Kamala even inviting two, three of the knuckleheads that caused a riot in Nashville to the White House, but they didn't invite the family members of the kids that were killed in Nashville by the transgender woman thinking she was a man. And by the way, they still haven't released the manifesto. Imagine that. I mean, it's like, what is going on here? So I'm like, when I hear the people saying, well, Tucker Carlson, he was a Trump fan. No, he wasn't. He interviewed Trump uh, right before he got canned. But before that, he was saying that, look, Trump, the election is over. You need to move on. Tucker wasn't a Trump uh, supporter, per se, but he was honest and he told the truth. And that's Bingo. what the media did not like, because uh, even a few weeks ago, he came out with the footage of January 6th that Kevin McCarthy gave him kind of killed the media's narrative that these people were all just violent rioters breaking in, uh, looking for blood, uh, things like that. Him being one of the few to come out, speak the truth, uh, they were really threatened by Tucker Carlson. As you said, Tucker's a different kind of guy. I mean, um, I heard back in the 80s, he was like one of those traveling Grateful Dead fans where he'd travel around with the Grateful Dead and... uh, Mm-hmm. go to all their concerts and stuff i mean he's just a different kind of guy than what we normally see in uh, mainstream media and he clearly he's a free thinker and they're very threatened by that they are very threatened by free thinkers and like you said he was not in in the trump tank so to speak he was his own person and he spoke truth to power the way he saw it but for some reason, people didn't like it. And I read stories that Fox felt that he was getting too big. He felt that he was bigger than Fox, so they decided to get rid of him. My take on this is that they're moving to the left. Those Murdoch boys, they are liberals. Well, they're, 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 they're rhino Republicans, but they want to be in the end game, and they want to make sure that their name is out there. So we're going to get rid of every, anyone that's going to threaten us. So it's best just to get rid of him. So just you had mentioned the White House Correspondents' Dinner, I'm going to get to that. Uh, and what little I saw were all attacks on Fox. I mean, nothing but attacks. Attack, oh, they can't do this. Oh, the Murdoch boys. Oh, Murdoch. Oh, he thought this. And all the money. Oh, they, got, they have to pay out all this money. And of course, the people laughed about it because they love that. Fake laughs. I don't think that I could have gone there. I would not want to be part of that establishment. And like you said, I'm glad that Trump didn't go. I don't think that the president should go because it's nothing but propaganda for the Democrats. It's another arm of propagandizing for the Democrats. And I saw some Fox News commentators like uh, – what was the guy's name who's on – in the morning on Fox, and I don't like him at all because he's a Republican. I mean he's a Democrat. <laughs> uh, Peter Ducey. I think Peter is a son. But the father, he's a big-time Blaming Democrat. Don't be fooled. But he was there and he was laughing it up and ah, ha, 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 ha. and then some oh, of the man. others they were laughing. I'm like, could this is making me sick? But to your point, I didn't see Tony. He might have been there, or or he might have been traveling overseas, you know, creating more havoc, or he was trying to keep his face out so that people would know that he was a person who got these uh, 51 Intel officers together to sign this fake letter. That is huge, folks. It's huge because you have a person who's, I think that he's in the line of succession for the presidency. And he right out lied, got others to commit a lie, and he didn't get them to commit it. They did it willingly. Let's just be honest here. They willingly signed that letter to give Joe Biden credibility. So I didn't see him there. 
and then the the guy who was the uh, the roast. Roy, Roy Woods Jr. Apparently, his dad, and of course, and I saw this bite. Had to bring that up. His dad was a reporter or a journalist during the Civil Rights Movement, and he took a lot of pictures of what the race riots and things that were that were happening. And of course, the folks there they just stood up and gave him a thunderous applause, like, "Oh, we're just so happy that someone was able to capture that moment in time." Now, here's my question: Why is it that only now? They're talking about this. After all the correspondence dinners, why now at this point in time are these liberals deciding to say, we held back Black people all this time and now we need to make mention of it. But when we do, we're going to say that it was the conservatives. And of course, Joe Biden had to throw in about the MAGA. Oh, they're just people. They don't like you. They're signaling this to Black people to make Black people think, see, we're in your camp. No, they're not. They don't like you. And they never will like you. Okay, they think that they are better than you. They think that they are the elitist and you're at the bottom of the totem pole and they have to bring you along. They have to drag you along because you can't help yourselves. Never mind them saying that we're going to give you opportunities so that you can do it. No, we can't do that. We want to take opportunities from other people because you can't compete with other people because you're too dumb and you're too stupid because of the color of your skin. So we have to take from them and give to you. Now, aren't we good people doing that? We're going to take away from the middle class white people and the lower class white people, and we're going to give it to you black people. Meanwhile, your neighborhoods are being destroyed because of our policies. We're allowing drugs to come through the same way we did during the 70s. But we're not going to talk about that. We're going to tell you we're not we don't care about those white people because they're dying from fentanyl. We're going to focus on you. And your neighborhoods that's being desecrated by violence because we've defunded the police. Look at Chicago. And we're going to let black people do all whatever they want to do. And we're going to say, don't look at them because they didn't do anything. It's their turn. Really? See, these are the people that are at the top. Don't believe what you see now because they're helping black people out. No, they're not. They're destroying our way of lives. When you sit back and you look at what they have done and what they're doing, Remember when Tony Blinken went to, I think they had a meeting, I want to say it was in Alaska or Canada, I don't know, but they were meeting their counterparts in Japan, of China, and they were trying to lecture the Chinese on civil rights and what they're doing to the Uyghurs, and they came back and said, they said to them, the Chinese, how dare you try to lecture us when you guys can't even get along with Black Lives Matter? I'm like, Oops. And what did Tony Blinken do? Tony Blinken immediately ran out and came back to the station saying, we're going to open up society and we're going to make certain that we treat black people with respect. But I thought you were already doing that. You weren't doing it. This is Tony Blinken, the secretary of state, Tony Blinken, who got these 51 intel officers to sign a fake letter about lies. (sighs) Uh, no, Andrew, I don't, I don't think he was at the Washington Correspondents' Dinner, but everyone else was there. Jill Biden was there. And man, Andrew, gosh, she's gotten old. I don't know what kind of filters they're putting on her when uh, she was out and about, but they scanned her, panned to her a couple of times. Man, she has gotten old. Her face is all wrinkled. Her face is all wrinkled up. She looks horrible, Andrew. It's unbelievable what she looks like. I can't believe it. Right. Are we we going to have to put her up with some of the famous pictures of presidents who have aged over their presidency? I mean, I know she's not uh, the president by name, but I think she's probably doing more uh, to run the ship than Sleepy Joe is. So uh, maybe the stress is getting 
getting to her, and uh, that's what we are seeing with her uh, physical appearance seemingly deteriorating. I don't know what's going on, but man, she, like, wow. And they want, and again, I mean, come on. Now, I'm just, I'm being fair here because I don't want people saying, oh, you've been a misogynist. Joe looks horrible also. And he actually looks like they have given him some Botox. Mm. He has that when he was smiling. Uh, like, he looked like the Joker, like this huge smile across his face. It's evidence that they've given him Botox sh uh, shots. I'm like, man, these people look hideous. And they want to tell us that she's like one of the, she's photographed, she's on all these magazines. And Melania Trump wasn't on one magazine. That is a reason why you cannot go to these magazines for beauty tips. You cannot go to these magazines to define what beauty is. Because when you open them up, you will see Jill Biden, you will see Michelle Obama, and you will see, of all people, Lizzo. Mm. Two-ton Lizzo. Lizzo is not a beauty. Let's just be honest. Lizzo needs to go on a diet. Let's just be honest. That's not something that you want to promote. Let's just come on, folks. And when you see Lizzo, she's always in a, a bikini. Mm. Like, are you serious? These women are horrendous looking. <laughs> but Melania? No, they Michelle. I, I'm sure this was Michelle's doing, Andrew. She got in contact with all these editors and said, don't put Melania on any magazines. And of course, they probably did it because they felt that if they did put her there, people would look at her and look at Michelle and go, wow, this is a big difference. And um, I bet you anything, Oprah Winfrey was in on it also. Didn't see Oprah Winfrey sitting in the audience. Gail King was there. And you know who Gail was there with? Uh, Brittany Griner. <laughs> you know, the uh, basketball player who was uh, stuck in Russia. A lot of people said that we shouldn't, we shouldn't have left her there, that she's an American. We should bring her, should have brought her home. Uh, people, and, and some conservatives said it also. And you guys know my, my take on it, my position. And if you don't, I'm going to give it to you. She didn't like America. She didn't like the flag. Amen. Her flag was the pride flag. And Andrew, by the way, if you burn the pride flag, if you drive on the pride flag, they will throw your butt in jail and won't even think about it. Yeah. So just another uh, genius thing from President Joe Biden. Let's trade Brittany Griner, this anti-American <laughs> basketball player for the merchant of death. I mean, what a great deal, huh? Yeah, it's, uh, it's insane. Yeah. He let out a guy literally with a nickname, the merchant of death for this American hating pro basketball player who came out the other day and said, it's a crime. To not let men pretending to be women compete in female sports. It's like, what was this White House Correspondents Dinner? Did they just go through the list of the most woke celebrities and invite them all? That's yeah, what they it did. Sounds like. They did. And Jean, I can never think of her name right. Jean K. Pierre or KGP or whatever <laughs> she calls herself, the first black lesbian press secretary. And she's horrible, by the way. She's horrible at her job. Oh, yeah. I want Completely the horrible. I mean, let's just be honest. The woman is horrible. They could have gotten Rachel Levin, the transgender woman who's over health, to do that job. I mean, come on. This woman is horrible. She can't get her facts straight. She doesn't know what she's talking about half the time. And then the other day, she decided to buy this is this is lesbian day, queer day. You know, queer, the word queer was a pejorative. You could not say it because it meant something negative. But now, for some reason, they have resurrected that word to make it like something beautiful, the LGBTQ A plus AQ. Like, are you serious? 
this is a bunch of crazy this is crazy land we're not supposed to believe that the country and we've fallen this far andrew and you know what it's only in our little world because people on the outside they don't believe it they think it's horrible a friend of mine mentioned to me the other day that she was in scotland and she said that they are conservative that they were talking about trump and oh how they're doing trump they're mistreating trump and how joe is so horrible you don't really get that you, you don't hear a lot about that because they want you to think that the rest of the world is like the United States, confused, confused with the genders. But we're not confused with the genders. It's just a small population. But the numbers are striking and startling that they said that, uh, I think it's two out of every five teens identifies as being gay. That's scary. But you know what? They're only doing it for attention. That's it. Now, I'm not saying that they're not having relations and whatnot because they, you know, people experiment, they do all these crazy things, but they do, they're, a lot of people are doing it for attention. The same way Tony Blinken put together that letter to take our attention off of what's truly happening with the Biden crime cabal and is not good. And we need to call them out on it but we can't when we have a complicit media that's going along with this andrew it is dangerous yeah very well said you guys are tuned into after dark with robin andrew which is available in america out loud's iHeartRadio channel monday through friday the new time slot of 9 p.m eastern 8 p.m central or 6 p.m on the west coast we'll be back with more after dark with robin andrew America out loud beats to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, you're troubled, confused, glad, and thankful. Well, we know you because we are you. AmericaOutloud.com. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. The liberty and justice for all. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. Andrew, uh, that White House Correspondents' Dinner, I don't know why they still have it and why presidents go, other than the fact that it's definitely designed for the Democrats and for all of these journalists to come in, to pat themselves on the back and say, oh, look what a great job we did, and let's bring in the Hollywood people also, because we're all colluding together to bring down the Republicans, because the only thing they do is attack Republicans throughout this entire dinner. 
mean, they come in in their fancy dresses and looking all crazy and, you know, ready to attack. So I don't know why Republicans just won't say, or conservatives just won't just back out and say, no, thanks, but no thanks, which is what Trump did. I remember when he was in office, they were all, well, is Trump going to come? And maybe he shouldn't come because if he comes, it's not going to make us feel comfortable. And he didn't go, and rightfully so. But of course, for Democrats, like Barack Obama and Joe, they thrive on this kind of stuff because they know that it gives them an opportunity to attack Republicans. And they can say, oh, it's all a joke. Joe, he had some some lines. I don't know who gave him the lines. You know what would be interesting to find out is that if he was reading from a teleprompter, definitely they had given him his vitamin B shots to keep him alert. Although, like I said, he looked like the Joker with that smile on his face. Oh, I don't know. I don't even know if Hunter Biden was there. I was like, we're panning through the audience. But you know what, Andrew? He probably was getting ready to go to Arkansas. Because if you recall last week, a judge in Arkansas said that he has to appear in court to answer charges that have been filed by the stripper whom he knocked up. Stripper, she was from Arkansas. She went to D.C. She was at some stripper club. And of all places, I didn't know they they had a stripper joint in D.C. But anyway, Hunter Biden decided to go to the stripper joint, and I guess he convinced her to sleep with him. And I guess out of that one thing, he knocked her up, and she got pregnant. I bet she tried to get pregnant. She probably said, oh, I'm on the pill. Don't, don't worry about it. Because we know that he probably was like, as far as the con was like, eh, uh-uh, I want all natural. So anyway, he got her knocked up. This happened like four years ago or five years ago. She got a baby, <laughs> a little girl, and the Bidens have not acknowledged this kid. Did you see when they had a bring your children to work day and a lot of the journalists brought their children, a lot of the staffers brought their children. And I got to tell you guys, just give you a little history. It was bring your daughter to work day for a long time. I think back in the the 80s or the 90s, it was bring your daughter to work day. And people were saying, we're bringing our daughters to work because we want them to see that women are in, you know, they have jobs also. They're just not at home working at being housewives, although that's a job in itself. Yeah, what a terrible idea, in my opinion, in the first place to have these bring your kid to work day. I mean, the workplace is supposed to be a serious work environment, and you've got all these people's kids around. Uh, Perhaps the real work aren't getting done on these days, and it's just another way for uh, people like Joe Biden to come out and pander. Uh, Everything just seems like a big joke to Joe Biden and his administration, but I have a feeling a lot of the American people are watching that, who are late on their mortgage, who are tired of paying double for groceries and gas, and say, hey, this isn't a joke to me. What's happening in our country is not a joke. Uh, And hopefully they will hold it against Joe Biden in the 2024 election, because um, Americans are failing. And this president just comes out and acts like everything's all well and good. There's nothing to see here. America's doing great. But we know better than that. And that's not the case at all. Yeah, but how low must we go? Like you said, you hope people are seeing this, but how low must we go? We didn't go uh, far enough and during the 2022 elections, and you would have thought that people would have said, this is it. We've hit the tipping point. We're not going to put these people back in. Now, granted, there was a lot of cheating with that also, but still, 
you would think people would have come out in droves and said, we're going to kick you folks out. By not doing that, it just gave Joe more power because he mentioned that during the correspondence dinner, the correspondence dinner, rather. Look and see what look at what we did in 2022. Now, it wasn't a complete per se washout because Republicans did win some seats around this in the state level. But of course, the way the media reports it as if though it was a complete washout. And the reason why they do that, again, don't believe what you see. They said that because they wanted to make it seem as if though Trump lost a lot of power with these elections. But a closer observation, if you had real journalists looking at this, they would have said, well, there are a number of things that we've got to take into consideration. Some of these seats were already occupied by incumbents, and it's very difficult to unseat an incumbent. Granted, someone like Gretchen Whitmer, you would have thought people would have just kicked her out considering the damage and the carnage she's caused with the state. You would have thought, even your governor, Andrew, you would have thought they would have kicked him out. And my governor, Hochul, certainly you would have thought people would have kicked her out. But the liberals here in New York were like, no, we don't want Lee Zelda. Let's let her stay in. So she stayed in and look at the carnage that keeps taking place on a daily basis. You got the mayor saying, oh, we need help from the federal government because when Title 42 expires, we're going to have all these illegals coming here. You know what I would do? I would put a sign and the interest and say, do not enter. If you come, we are not going to support you. We will lock you up. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. Yeah, it's very hard to overcome a crooked media. Nothing proves that more than uh, Dr. Oz and John Fetterman, right? I mean, this was a clear-cut race. I'm so tired of hearing uh, Democrats who stick up for Fetterman say, oh, well, you guys ran a bad candidate in Dr. Oz. It's like, well, I'm not a big Dr. Oz supporter, but give me a break. That guy just completely dominated John Fetterman in the debate. Dr. Oz is well-spoken, intelligent. I mean, you might not agree with his policies, but uh, you have to at least acknowledge that. And this John Fetterman, I mean, he strokes out He's a complete shell of uh, his former self, I imagine. I don't really know what he was like before the stroke, but this guy is gone. I mean, did you see when he led a committee a couple weeks ago and he was basically yep. just reading off a sheet of paper um, and not doing a good job at it? I mean, his reading level's got to be that of like a third graders. I wouldn't even give him a fifth grade reading level. I mean, <laughs> it's just pathetic to see. And this is who the Democrats voted for in Pennsylvania. It's like, man, was the media coverage that bad? I mean, what is going on when a guy like that can get through the cracks and end up in the Senate? Uh, And I don't like I said, I don't buy for a second that it's because Dr. Oz was such a bad candidate. I mean, he might not have been great, but I mean, wasn't it obvious who the better candidate of the two was? Well, Well, it just goes back to don't believe what you're seeing. They want you to think that. Oz was a horrible candidate, when in actuality, the media just simply didn't cover it the way they should. And when you don't have, again, I go back to conservative media. They knew it, but they were still stuck on, well, he, Oz, he's in Trump's camp. Oz, he's in Trump's camp, as opposed to just reporting on Oz as himself, saying that this guy knows the issues. These are the things he's going to do. And you look around you, that is exactly what the conservative media did. They did not focus on the candidate. They kept focusing on his relationship with Trump. And just spinning all these crazy narratives. It's like, wait a minute, what are you guys doing? But I want to go back a little bit here because I I'm still want to talk about the bring your kids to work day. 
you know, I initially thought it was a great idea. I, I still think it's an okay idea. Like you said, that day, no work gets done. You're right. Because kids are there, they're playing around and whatnot. But initially, it was bring your daughter to work day. And then a man complained and said, well, I don't have a daughter. I have a son. Why can't I bring my son? And he was right on the money. Why not bring the sons? But I bring this up because this, again, was one of the foundations of the beginnings of erasing the men. Let's erase the men and let's put in the women. Let's just get rid of all the men because they're toxic. We want, to, we want them to see that the women can run things. Now, I would say to you, I too believe that women can do just as much as a man to a degree because we're all built differently and we think differently. But let's just think about this a little closer. When you look out and you see women in a lot of these positions that have taken control, look at the carnage that has taken place in some instances. Because they weren't looking at their capabilities. They weren't looking at what they brought to the table. They were too busy trying to compare themselves to men. As opposed to saying, let me just use my rare talent and get the job done. When you're looking at conservative women, that's what they do. They don't go out trying to compare themselves to men. They go out and they say, I can do this on my own. Case in point, the Budweiser fiasco. That liberal woman deliberately went in trying to attack men. Oh, it's too fratty. We want to open it up. Okay, you can say that it's too fratty. Open it up. But you're going to open it up to a man who thinks he's a woman? I mean, what are you saying to women? <laughs> you see, folks, all you have to do is just look at this intelligently and just say, this makes no sense. Oh, that's another person, Andrew. I didn't see Dylan Mulvaney. Yeah, I was just getting ready to ask. No. Did, he, did he make the cut to the White House Correspondents' Dinner? Andrew, if I could see you, I would give you a big hug because you said he and not she. And that's something else we've got to stop. <laughs> Why are we referring to these men as women? Why are we saying she? And we know damn well it's not a she, it's a he. Why are we doing this? Well, this is what they want to be. No, no, no. We've got to stop this insanity. And if you have feminists who are true feminists who were doing the right thing, they would call it out and say, no, this is wrong. This is not a woman. I am a woman. But no, people want to go alone just to fit in. We're going to say she because we don't want to offend them. You're not offending them. You're helping them out. You're helping them out. Our show that we did last week with Dr. Emerling, who told us there are only two genders. Look at the chromosomes. You can call yourself what you want to call yourself. That doesn't mean I have to do it. If, if I'm forced to call a man a woman and use the she for his pronoun, then I want them to call me the most handsome man who ever walked the planet Earth. You know, I should, I should actually require that. I'm serious, Andrew. When I when some transgender says, oh, I'm a he, or I'm a she, okay, then you refer to me, my pronoun is being handsome. Why, why can't I? Why won't these judges look at that? Then the judge will look at it and say, oh, that makes no sense. It makes more sense than me calling a man a woman when I know that it's not a woman, simply because he wants to put on a dress and play makeup. But no, I didn't see I didn't see Dylan there. I don't think he was there because uh, what's her name was there. Brittany Griner was there, who, by the way, looks like a man. And here's the funny thing about it, because I think I can't swear to this, that Brittany has removed her breast. I think she's had a mastectomy and she's removed it. It, it bothered her. 
And there are videos on the internet with her playing basketball without a shirt on. Oh and gosh. yeah, and there's there's nothing there. It's really freaky, you know. If you didn't know her, you would think that she was a boy, but then you can see that there are feminine qualities that are there. But uh, she she was there with Gail King, as I mentioned, and Gail's King date, and Brittany was there with her, I think her second lesbian hookup wife or whatever she want to call it. But here's this is the point that I wanted to get to, is that. I don't know if Britney identifies as being a man or a woman. I, I don't know, but I know that she, the way she behaves, and she does say that she's a lesbian. She sounds like a man, that's for she, sure. She, she does. She does. I, 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 again, hormones, I think she deliberately, deliberately tried, she deliberately is trying to do this. I, I really do feel sorry for these people because if I think if they got the necessary care that they needed, this wouldn't be the case. I right. think that because of her size, she's tall, and she looks rather m- masculine, that she probably grew up thinking that I-, I don't identify with the little girls in little frilly dresses. And she probably saw little girls who had the little dresses, and she liked it, but she felt like an oddball. Uh-huh. And that's where a psych- psychiatry and psychology comes in, and you get them the treatment to say, no, be happy in the skin that you're in because this is who you are, and you're still beautiful. But the point I wanted to make is that – so she looks like a man, but during the dinner, she decided to put on makeup and lipstick and eyeshadow. <laughs> it, was, it was really strange to see. You guys should go and Google it. I thought, wow, this is strange because you – Again, I don't know if she identifies as being a trans. I just don't know. And I not that I care. It's none of my business. It is none of my business, folks. Okay? It's none of my business. Yeah. Just like it's none of on any, anyone else's business. But they, they, the trans community, wants to make it your business. They want you to accept. They're in your face wanting you to accept what they're doing. They want you to admit. They want you to bend the knee to this silliness, Andrew. Yeah, and as I alluded to earlier, the thing that gets me about this Brittany Griner is how she's saying that um, men should be able to um, transition into females and compete against females. I mean, this is bad. Oh, she said this? Wow. Yeah, she said it should be a crime to not let transgender men compete in women's sports. I mean, this is just crazy, but I guess she's the same person who brought drugs into a foreign country, so no one ever accused her of being a rocket scientist. But (laughs) could you imagine if they opened up the floodgates for that in basketball of all sports, the sport that she plays? I mean, men could just come in and completely dominate the WNBA and just get take all these women, including Brittany Griner, out of their job. And this is what these idiots are calling for. (laughs) Well, a couple of things. I failed to mention this during our last show. Uh, I mean, not the last show, but during the last segment, is I was talking about the the pride flag. And the point I wanted to make is that you can, just in case you guys didn't know, that you can desecrate the American flag all day long and nothing will happen to you. But if you desecrate the pride flag, you're looking at time in jail. I started off mentioning it, but then I went off to another topic. So just be careful because, you know, pride month is coming up. And uh, you don't want to do anything to that flag, which has done absolutely nothing for us but cause confusion and uh, a criminy. But for some reason, they want to put that flag up. You'll see that flag flying all over corporate America, and they won't fly the American flag, the flag that has given them so much, the flag that has allowed them to move their companies from America to overseas and make money. 
but they don't care anything about the flag. I'm not saying to worship the flag, but I am saying to show respect. Now, that's my first point. Almost toward the end. I want to get this in really quick, Andrew, before we have to cut off. So as far as Brittany Griner, I didn't know that that was her position about sports and allowing uh, guys, I mean, people that are transitioning to play, men to play in female sports. If I were 7'11", seven, 7 seven feet 11, and was good at sports, basketball, wasn't good as far as playing as a man, but knowing that I could dominate a woman in sports, I would do it the hell I would do it. I would go in and say, I'm a female. Right. And I would rack up all the deals and say, hey, yep. And then and, and when I go home, I'm going to still have my wife on the side or my girlfriend. But <laughs> I would, I'm serious. Why not? Yeah. Make hundreds of thousands of dollars to play a kid's game. Who wouldn't millions, do that? Millions of dollars of playing a kid's game say, I'm going to dunk. I'm not going to even try. I can knock this out. And then they would wake up. Because see, now it's all fun and games with Leah Thomas coming out and attacking. Oh, no, no. It's fun and games. But look, <laughs> I could talk about this nonstop, but I know we got to go, Andrew. So, hey, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> right. Well, guys, we're all out of time tonight. Thank you so much for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, wherever you stream. Please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review or two thumbs up. Be sure to stay tuned. We've got some big shows, some big guests coming up. So lots more to see here on After Dark with Rob and Andrew. And you can always go to AmericaOutloud.com and get our full archive of shows. Rob and I are on our third year here at America Out Loud. So we've got hundreds of shows up there at AmericaOutloud.com. Uh, please be sure to go check those out if you get some free time. And uh, want to check out some really great interviews and some great insights that we've had over the past couple of years we'll see you guys next time and remember stand for something or fall for nothing 